Hello, loyal listeners. I'm Dr. Rob, and this is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. One of the most popular podcasts I did was the one on bad breath. Now, I'm not sure what comment this makes on our society, but it certainly gives good reason to invest in breath mints. Today I'm going to cover a similar topic, and so I do expect to see a huge bump in my popularity. The topic comes from an anonymous listener. Dear Dr. Rob, one of my armpits smells all the time. I scrub and scrub with soap, and even right afterward, it smells. I've tried all kinds of deodorant, even prescription strength, as well as baking soda, vinegar, lemon, tea tree oil, and tea tree soap. I do not sweat excessively, and so it's not that I sweat too much. I just smell too much. Any suggestions? So, if you haven't guessed it, today's topic is bromidosis, known by non-Latin people as body odor, or B.O. I have to confess that I had to do a lot of research on today's subject. I've not really had many patients coming in about body odor. I, I guess I can be thankful for that. Heck, I didn't even know it was called bromidosis. Add another Latin word to my arsenal. So I'm sure you're asking yourself, Dr. Rob, where does bromidrosis come from? The root causes of this socially handicapping odor are our old friends, bacteria. But bacteria aren't always very friendly. In fact, they're often quite impolite guests on your body, leaving waste products that are anything but hospitable. The more bacteria there are, the more waste, and the more waste, the more the stink. Recalling what we learned from earlier podcasts, bacteria have to have certain conditions to grow. These conditions include moisture, food, warmth, and proper environment, including things like sodium concentration and pH. Can you guess on your body where bacteria consider prime real estate? Applying the sniff test, you would guess armpits, groin, and feet, and you would be right. Your body makes a single substance that supplies both moisture and food. It's called sweat. But not all sweat does the trick. There are two types of sweat, the typical salty variety called ecrine and an oily variety called apocrine. There are two main reasons you sweat, to cool yourself off and in response to stress. The ecrine sweat glands are present all over your body, and they're responsible for cooling you off. The apocrine glands are only present under your arms, on the palms of your hands, the soles of your feet, and in your groin area. Now, just why it would benefit you to secrete a certain kind of sweat from your feet, hands, groin, and pits in response to stress is actually a mystery to me. Some seem to think it may have to do with pheromones, an airborne chemical message put out by the body. Some studies suggest that a different kind of excitement <clears throat> causes those glands to put out chemicals that may have to do with attracting a mate. I do remember in junior high having sweaty palms. Never mind. Anyway, the substance from the apocrine glands gives the bacteria in those places an all-you-can-eat buffet and hence causes them to put out chemicals like propionic acid and isovaleric acid, which are real stinky molecules. So somehow controlling the environment in which these bacteria live is key to controlling those odors. And how do you control those odors? You make life miserable for those bacteria. Be a bad host. And how do you do that? Well, here are my quick and dirty tips on how to deal with body odor. Tip number one, bathe. 
It's my experience as a physician that people who do not bathe smell significantly worse than those who bathe regularly. I'm not just talking about running water all over your body. Use soap. Soap makes the oils on your skin soluble in water, removing the oil that bacteria like to feed off of. All soap does, not just antibacterial soap. Tip number two, stay calm. The apocrine glands are stimulated by stress, which means that anxious people are generally stinkier than calm, cool, and collected people. I've not personally done research on the subject, but I'd love to hear any ambitious listeners' findings on the subject. Please share them with me. Tip number three, stay dry. Any perspirants are the first step to staying dry. They block out the output of the apocrine glands, reducing the food that the bad bacteria live on. If the typical antiperspirant's not enough, there are actually prescription-strength antiperspirants that work pretty much most of the time. Another way to stay dry is to wear clothing that will soak up moisture. Cotton undershirts, for men, will help. Women, uh, I'm no expert in women's clothing, so I can't give you specific advice. I do know that since women never smell bad, it's really an irrelevant subject anyhow. Tip number four, watch what you put in your body. The smells from strong food like garlic and onions can come out in your skin. Certain medications, especially antidepressant medications, can increase the output of the apocrine glands. Smoking makes you stink in general, but actually can change your sweat as well. Finally, certain diseases like diabetes can cause you to smell funny. Now, if all else fails, you can go to your dermatologist. Botox injections have been actually successful in helping people with perspiration, with the added bonus of reducing the wrinkles in your underarms. Even surgery has been attempted to fix this problem. That's it. I don't know a whole lot more about BO. I hope this helps. I know it doesn't answer the question my listener asked about having a single pit smelling. I truthfully have no idea why it would be that way. If you have questions you want answered, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com or call area code 206-337-5895. You can also find me on Twitter at housecalldoc and on Facebook under House Call Doctor. And feel free to visit my blog, Musings of a Distractable Mind, at distractible.org. Let me remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. 